What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Truth podcast. Whether you are watching on YouTube or whether you are listening on uh, an audio podcast, welcome. This is your host, Quam Adams, and we are about to talk about some crazy stuff, some stuff that is very important um, to the body of Christ. Now, if you haven't noticed or you don't know what this podcast is about, um, it is about uh, getting believers informed um, and educated on the subjects that we deal with currently, right now, that affect the body of Christ, that affect America, that affect the world, and how we as believers are supposed to respond to these things, uh, and how we're supposed to think about these things, and, and engage with them as well. We do not believe on this side that you have to, or are supposed to hide in a bunker as believers and uh, wait for the storm to pass over. That's not what we believe. We don't believe the Bible supports that. We don't believe that God has called us to um, be isolationists and let the world just go to hell in a handbasket. We are called to be uh, paratroopers for the kingdom, that we land behind enemy lines and go to war for those who don't even know that we're fighting for them. And that includes dealing with things in politics. That includes dealing with things in culture. And, uh, you know, we need to be educated on those things and, and how to get at them because the enemy is not playing around. And, I, and our whole purpose is uh, to recognize that you know, we as believers don't know when Jesus is coming back. We believe he is. We know he is. But we don't know when he's coming back. So that means that we are mandated with a responsibility to hand over a world to our children that is more um, applicable to uh, living as believers, that, that is more free, that is more prosperous. Uh, we should not be uh, content to hand over whatever happens to our children. I don't want my five-year-old or my 17-year-old um, and their kids to have a world that is worse than it uh, is uh, with me in my life because I, as a believer, didn't fight. I didn't go at the enemy with everything I had because God has given me the strength and power to do so. And if y'all hear some noises in the background and you see some stuff, that's my five-year-old doing his thing. Uh, we just, we're real here. I'm a dad um, and uh you know, we're just real here on, on the House of Truth. So what I want to talk about today is what's going on right now in the country. I don't know if you are uh, aware. You must be living under a rock if you're not. But you have to be aware that Roe versus Wade is about to be or possibly going to be overturned by the conservative majority uh, SCOTUS, uh, you know, Supreme Court justices that are um, talking about it right now. There was a leak that happened. We all know this. There's a leak that happened, um, quote-unquote anonymously, that uh, exposed a, um, a writing by one of the justices that said that, you know, Roe versus Wade was unconstitutional, and it could not be upheld constitutionally, and it had that, that decision had to go back to the states. Now, the spiritual, the spiritual implications of that that we have to realize, <clears throat> and I'm going to talk about some stuff, and I'm going to try to get through it pretty quickly so this isn't a super long podcast but i want you guys to number one go ahead and subscribe to the channel go ahead and follow us uh we've got great things that we're going to be bringing out some great guests that we have um but uh so yeah so roe versus wade so it's about to be overturned and um it's a monumental occurrence that's about to happen because uh america and god's people correlate and this is how god always works correlates to types and shadows in the old testament um, in the Bible, and the people of God historically have served the Lord uh, and then gone away from the Lord. 
and served other gods and served other idols. And one major, the, the most major one that uh, they would serve is Moloch, right? Now, if y'all don't know this, I'll do a brief rundown. Moloch was a god <clears throat> that uh, the Israelites would, would go away from, uh, from, from God, the true God, and then serve Moloch. And part of what Moloch required, according to them, was uh, children's the sacrificing of their babies. Um, they would take their babies and throw them on uh, boiling hot, boiling, you know, severely boiling uh, altars and kill them uh, as a sacrifice to them, right? To that god, Moloch. It was very evil about the sexual revolution and all that sexual stuff. And, and, and uh, it was very evil. And God punished Israel and punished people for doing that. And so when our country as a whole the Supreme Court representing the justice of our whole, the whole of our country, um, passed a, you know, a ruling that said that uh, people had a constitutional right to kill their children. That, I believe, brought on um, an additional major, uh, I don't want to say curse, but you know, something that was negative onto the country. And uh, we have killed millions and millions and millions of children that were image bearers of God in the name of the false God of our own uh, idolatry for ourselves. Um, convenience. Uh, in the name of that God of convenience. That God that we see in the mirror. That we, that we want to be gods of our own lives and not have consequences for what we have done. And uh, so, you know, Quite as kept, Christians have been fighting for the reversal of Roe versus Wade. Conservatives have been fighting for the reversal of Roe versus Wade for a long time, and now we are finally at the precipice of it actually happening. It doesn't mean that the battle is over. That means that the battle is just starting. However, it does give a huge blow, a humongous blow, to the progressive left, i.e., those that serve the enemy. Um, it gives a big blow to them, and uh, you can see that in how they are reacting. Yeah, you can tell that's my son agreeing. Um, you can tell how they're reacting. They are freaking out uh, to the point where they're going to the justices' houses and protesting outside of their houses. I have never seen or never didn't think I would ever see people be so desirous of murder. And it's and it's you can tell it's a spiritual thing because when you tell them that it is not your body, it is not your choice, it is a whole other body in your body, they don't even acknowledge that. They ignore that and they and they are spiritually blinded to the point where they are defending the ability to kill children. Now it's all the way up until after birth. And I'm gonna talk about that. You know, you, you hear about conservatives talking about um uh the slippery slope, right? And everybody was like, Ah, you know, that's not true. You're overstating it there's no such thing as a slippery slope and and we've been saying yes we give you an inch you're going to take 17 miles and we see that saw that happening at first the argument was that we wanted to that by the left was that we were going to have safe and rare uh ability for abortions we we want to limit it but we want to make sure that people have that ability to do that um and then it went to uh you know, abortions in the midterm, and and, that, and then it went to abortions, late-term abortions, and now they're trying to have abortions available uh, 
for people uh, that have had children up to 28 days after they're born. And that is a bill that is being worked through uh, the California um, uh, judiciary, the, the Senate there. And it's being worked through there. Um, that's uh, Senate Bill 2223. If you want to look that up, it's very evil, very heinous, and very slick um, what, they, what they're doing. And so th- it is a such thing as a slippery slope. It can be factually proven. And then uh, another one, which is what well, we're not we're not talking about this today, but another slippery slope, as we can give you an example, is um back when they were talking about uh, homosexuality having same having the same rights as everybody else, and they wanted to redefine what marriage was. And it, and you remember them saying, I'm old enough to remember them saying to us, Hey, that's it has nothing to do with you and your marriage. You know, if you don't want gay marriage, don't get married to someone of the same sex. It has nothing to do with you. And we weren't ever talking about that. We were saying that. What's what is next, right? And so then it's gone from that to forcing homosexuality and the knowledge of sexual relationships to children, and now it's gone to uh, uh, transgenderism being trying to be forced on children, in, your children in schools, and uh, n- to the point where they're trying to say that uh, normalize it so that your kids can decide to be gay or transgender without your consent uh, and you know, taking it to levels that they said they never would. Obviously, they're going to do that. So we need to be diligent and vigilant in our fighting against it and understand what we're up against. But we have a lot of believers that stick their head in the sand and act like it's not happening. But what I wanted to talk about a lot is that we need to continue to pray for the Supreme Court justices to, uh, you know, follow through with with this ruling. It's just the first step. Um Back in the 60s, I believe it was, when Roe versus Wade was passed. Uh, wait, let me look that up. I'm going to look that up real quick. When was Roe versus Wade passed? <clears throat> Some of y'all may, might be able to help me here with that. Uh, on my computer here. When was Roe versus Wade passed? Okay. Hold on. So when it was passed... Uh, back in, I believe, 1973. That was the year before I was born. Um, when it was decided in 73, um, since then, there has been millions and millions and millions of abortions that have, have, have gone through, and God is not ex- not happy with that. He's not pleased with that. And uh, the people group, what I really wanted to get to is the people group that has really been affected by that has been black people. Black people have, we have the highest rate of abortions in the country by far. Our birth rate is getting to be so low and we kill more children in a lot of places. We kill more children than we birth. And yet some of your black leaders will have the audacity to be upset and mad about quote unquote disparities in this country. And so not only do, what I wanted to get at is that Liberalism, progressivism, not only is Roe versus Wade evil, but they use the plight of the, the, the supposed plight of black people as a scapegoat to get across their evil into the world. What do I mean by that? Well, um, some of these bills and some of the reasons why, if you hear them, reasons why they say that uh, abortion should be legalized and should be protected is because people of color don't have access to reproductive equality. They are saying that black people 
need to and brown people need to have more access to abortions. So therefore, if you don't want to be racist, you need to allow abortions to happen. If you read that bill, 2223 that I was talking about, which uh, allows for people to um, uh, have their children die after they're born and not be prosecuted and it not be put on the death certificate. Therefore, up to 28 days or so after the person is born, therefore effectively allowing for an abortion after the child is actually born. And if you go look it up. Go look up and read the bill. Uh, what, how it says that, what it does is, is, it, is it talks about, um, it uses a word um, called prenatal, uh, uh, perinatal, perinatal uh, birth, meaning Perinatal means weeks before the born, the actual birth and weeks after the birth. That one word shows you and allows you to know that they want people to be able to do whatever they want to to the child resulting in death without prosecution, therefore making it legal to abort your child or kill your child after they're born. And the reason that they give in the bill, the first reason that they give in the bill is because they think people of color don't have access to uh, proper, um, you know, health care, as they call it, health care. And this is evil, and they're using black people as a scapegoat to produce their evil because they think that the racism card is, impene is impenetrable. And we as Christians and as black people, and as people of color need to call this out as it is and and kill it where it stands because truth tells us that uh, that is not the case. Um, we have access to everything we need to have access just because we, you, you say that murdering a child is health care doesn't mean that it is health care. And we need to be very clear with what our intentions are. Our intentions are to overturn Roe versus Wade and to make abortion illegal everywhere that we can. Fortunately, there are some states that are cracking down on this, but other states are, are opening up, opening it up. You know, and we need to keep fighting for this because God is going to hold us accountable for what happens to the innocent. And um, you know, it is racist for them to use uh, black people's plight as an excuse to do their dirty work and we go right along with it they think that using racism is a way to you know make it impenetrable like i said you can't come against it because we call it racist and forget the fact that they re have redefined the word racism um but and now you've got like so-called pastors black pastors who are siding with quote-unquote choice who are moving along with uh, Planned Parenthood, who has historically been shown, proven that their point was to decrease the black population along with others they deem not worthy to be alive. Eugenics. Yes, that's right. It is not a conspiracy theory. You can go look it up. But then you have people that are so strongly... Uh, angered against it that they they so desperately want us to be able to kill our own children sacrifice our kids at the spiritual altar of Moloch the the, the um the modern uh 
the modern, uh, what do you call it, um, version of Moloch, and therefore bringing a curse upon the whole of the country. But guess what? There are believers who are fighting against that. So I want to encourage you to do that, to fight against that. I don't know if you all seen that. You know, um, you do believe, understand that in Ephesians 6, the Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, powers, principalities, and in high places. And that what happens in the spirit is what determines it happens in the flesh. And we are supposed to believe that and understand that and know that. And so demons and, and idol worship and the consequences of that is real. And we are now dealing with, uh, on the cusp of a declared recession, um, we are also dealing with civil unrest again. All of a sudden, there's uh, racist shootings happening out of nowhere, uh, which is very suspicious and and um, you know and weird to me. Timing, the timing, it always seems to happen around the same time. There are distractions going on. We are there are distractions happening, and we as believers have to be aware of this. So. This podcast, this episode is to alert you that you've got to be aware of what's going on. It's not just about, quote unquote, a woman's choice. It's not just about the uh, one side is, both sides have uh, equal things that, that are wrong and, and equal point, equal good points. No, that's, there's no moral equivalency between, between the right and the left. There is none. No matter what they want to tell you, uh, no matter how much you, you feel like you want uh, uh peace or um, you know unity this division has to be here it is ordained by God Jesus himself said I did not come to bring unity but I came to bring division I became came to bring a sword and what do swords do swords separate flesh it separates you know bone it separates one side from another and there needs to be a separation because you need to understand that there is an evil nefarious force out there behind the screaming progressives behind the crying progressives behind the, the pink hats and the uh the joyce uh joy behars and the you know the groups that are so um inconsistent but yet they want to point fingers at you and try to hold you to a standard they don't live up to at all these evil groups there's a force behind that joy behar is not my enemy but who is behind her is my enemy and god has called us to be repairers of the breach, to rebuild the wall like Nehemiah, to fight the enemy as long and as hard as we can for our future, for our kids, to represent the kingdom, right? So y'all tell me in the comment section or, uh, you know, responding in somehow, what ways can we, other than, you know, protesting and voting, what ways can we fight against this? You know, the biggest way is prayer. The biggest way is living out our faith in front of people. The biggest way is not being afraid. You know, so there's, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of, uh, a lot more um, subjects to, to handle in, in dealing with all this, but this is just the introduction for this particular thing. The Roe versus Wade, Roe versus Wade um, issue is going to be very hot button for the rest of 2022 and they're on. So what side are you going to come down on? Are you brave enough to come down on the side of what the word of God says, regardless of what, what the results are going to be? I hope you are. I hope you are. I know you soldiers out there are, are wondering and fighting, and, and, and at least our podcast is here to, like, help you uh, get that.
courage that you need and the information that you need, you do understand that when it comes to black people and, and, and uh, historically, we've been very, very, very conservative um, in how we live. But we have been used by the left and the progressives. Our uh, issues that we have faced, our hardships that we have faced, they have used that to control black people to act against their um, best interests. Y'all see what's going on with uh, the exposure of Black Lives Matter, the organization, and how that is being exposed. I hope y'all are seeing that. We're going to do an episode on that as well. Um, and I wanted to address this too. You never Trumpers that were out there, you guys that are Christians that were never Trumpers, you've got to at least admit that what uh, Trump did, that if he didn't do anything right, he got those justices in there that gave us the majority to give us the impetus to reverse Roe versus Wade, which is a great battle, a huge battle uh, that needed to be won so that all the other battles can be won as well. Let's not let it go the way of um, legalizing uh, homosexual marriage like they did. Because what happened there was there were skirmishes and fights all over the country about this, and Christians were not as loud as they should have been. And there were bills that were being passed in the states and some Christians were fighting, but others were doing the ho-hum thing. It doesn't matter. Oh, I don't want to be offensive. And then all of a sudden, your president and king, Obama, uh, announced executive order that made homosexual uh, marriage legal across the country. And now it's the precedent, and it's just a thing. And now it is, it is what it is now. There's no fights against it now. And if you try to fight against it, then all of a sudden, I mean, it's cemented now. It's a sin that is in our country that's cemented now. Because when it was when the fight was going on, there was a lot of us that were quiet about it and didn't want to offend anybody about it or were afraid to of the backlash. Are we gonna do that again for this? For Roe versus Wade? I hope not. I hope not, because it's 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 about to be on and popping. And there's so many other things that are going on that we're gonna talk about, prophetic things, uh, that, that reach back to uh, ancient times that are affecting us today that we need to talk about, we need to deal with. But that's going to be it for today. Hopefully that's a great episode for you guys to kind of help you understand what's going on with Roe versus Wade and why it is a great thing that we support it being overturned. And any candidate that is uh, in um, against that or waffling on it, you need to not vote for. You need to vote for strong pro-life uh, candidates because uh, it incurs the favor of God when we turn away from our idols turn back to the godly ways of doing things. Um, not everybody who's pro-life is going to be a Christian, but those who are Christian need to be pro-life. Period, point blank. There's no question about it. All right, guys, so um, go ahead and like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go ahead and like and subscribe. Um, follow us however you need to do that for our podcast. We've got many, uh, many episodes coming up. And uh, make sure that you support what we're doing so that we can support you and what you're doing and being fighters of the faith and and stand, and being the standard of truth through the word of God. So uh, thanks for hanging out at the House of Truth, and we'll see you next time.